Speedway proudly presents Rapid on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States, here's Rapid on Racing. Jose, can you see? What surprise we have at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. folks welcome to wrapping on racing joining me now is my co-host dave oliveri dave how are you i'm doing well don it's just been a a fun week of racing activity good weather here in western pennsylvania and we have a a great show ahead of us this week we're going to kick things off with bill rebar and his report from jennerstown speedway we have motor mountain masters winner evan shotko then uh, the Sprint Spectacular winner at Lernerville was A.J. Flick. Uh, tr- Chad Rollman was the winner in the Rush Sprints at Lernerville. At Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Tyler Harris will have a report on all the activities there. We also have an interview with uh, Rush Lane model driver Caleb McManus. Jennerstown Speedway Street Stock Point leader Greg Burbage will be a guest. And Street Stock feature winner, Angie Kimberly. We also have Mickey Bannis, the 250 Juniors feature winner at Blanket Hill Speedway, Don. I understand you not only got a nice interview, but a nice picture of him standing on the top of the car. It, it, was, it was a fun evening. You know, we, we have to laugh, and it, it's, it, it's becoming kind of commonplace. I had a chance to talk to Adam Kostelnik a couple weeks ago, and boom. Adam's in there, and then just by choice, you, we, you said, why don't you do an interview with, you know, young Mickey, and we did, and it was a nice interview, and we also got a chance to uh, enjoy his win as well, Don. It's the wrapping on racing magic touch. 
People should be beating the door to get, get interviews. And we have nice victory lane interviews with Nate Rigotti, Brian Spade, Howie Bayless, Tyler Harris, and Dave Oliveri. I wonder who that guy is. Huh? Uh, he's ev- he's everywhere. <laughs> he's like he's like the common cold. Yeah, it's just uh, it was a lot of fun. But uh, we also have some comments from Darren Mousey, Jonathan Habershack, Adam Kostelnik, Barry Audi, AJ Flick. Chad Rollman and Dayton Hazlitt on. Billy asked me to make sure I get an interview next week for, for with Darren Mousey. He's retired Air Force, 23 years in the Air Force, and he's got an outstanding story to tell. So we're going to book him for the following Monday. And he just, I, I didn't know anything about the guy, but it turns out that he's been uh, lifelong friends with uh, Larry Hemminger, and that's how he ended up in that car. But that'll all come out in the story. Well, the great part of our sport is, you know, walking through Blanket Hill last night, it's predominantly the youngsters. But uh, you see some different people, and some are, you know, with the dwarf cars and with the micro sprints, you get a few of the adults mixed in. But, you know, it's comforting to see that the younger generation and these small cars uh, is advancing up, and and at the time I got this, you know, the spend, with, you know, with Mickey Bannis, uh, a lot of his buddies are, you know, moving up. You know, Kale Schwartzmiller is in the process of moving up, and uh, they're just, you know, a lot. Ben Eastler is another one, and he's just been a really good. And these guys thought, and we talk about it, and you know, the AJ Flicks of the world, and the you know, the Blaney's. Dave and Dale, they all got their start in small cars, go-karts, and that's the stepping stone. And from that, it's a little bit tougher now because of the economy, but it's great to see not only the the kids that are enjoying it, but it's the parents and the grandparents that are in the stands supporting these kids on. If Blanket Hill could talk, all the legends that raced there back in the day— when it was dirt, a little bit when it was asphalt, but mostly in the dirt. You know, Ralph Corderson, uh, Gus Linder, Dick Schwartzland. You name somebody, a lot of them are in the Hall of Fame. They raced at Blanket Hill. And it's just, it's an amazing, uh, amazing place. A lot, of, a lot of history there. I was talking to Mickey, and I said, the historians are going to get on me, because I said, I'm not sure when Blanket Hill originated. I said, perhaps maybe the 50s, but like you said, a lot of story histories. And, you know, speaking of Dick Schwarzlander, he was there with his grandson last night, Noah Worgens, and it's just great to see a lot of familiar faces at the track. I have a question. Other than me and Walt Weimer, who's been around long enough to tell you when Blanket Hill opened? Uh, boy, I tell you what, you two historians, if you don't know it, uh, boy, I, I would have to, I'd, I'd probably have to go to Google and, and search. Well, if Walt didn't chime in and say, you got the uh, the year wrong, we're good to go. Well, it's been, it was a fun evening. Like I said, it was uh, fan appreciation night number three to me. It was just great to see some of the kids out there. Uh, I ran into you know, Abby Blazovich and Steve Beatty with you know his youngsters, and it's just like I said, it's you see the 
the first generations, the second generations, and third, and maybe some cases on fourth. So I think we're doing well. I agree. Well, I want to thank you for a nice report. Uh, can you come back in the second hour, and we'll do our short amount of results? I'll be more than happy to, Don. This is the Banker Bob Thought for August 15th, 2022. Inside every old person is a young person asking just what the hell happened here. Hey, this is Joey Logano, and you're listening to Rapping on Racing. All right, listeners, joining us now after a very nice Saturday evening, Billy Rebar from Jennerstown Speedway. Bill, how are you today? I'm doing really well, Don. You know, some get off of some Saturday nights, and it takes several days to recover, and you play things back in your head. But, you know, Saturday night was just as smooth as you could possibly ask for, and uh, a lot of camaraderie in the pits. And it was just a really great night all the way around at Jennerstown. Kicked everything off with the Hall of Fame. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so we inducted five individuals to the Hall of Fame uh, for the class of 2022, and just a really wide array. And right before we went on air here, Don, you made a great comment to me about, you know, the only person that you haven't either seen race, raced with, or interviewed him after a race was Gary Boxler. Uh, Gary Boxler is the Speedway's pace truck driver. He has more laps around Jennerstown Speedway than Barry Audi, Gary Wiltrot, and everyone else combined because he's pacing the field every week. Um, really a great honor. His son, Brad, is with us in the scoring tower. He's kind of like our race director every week. So just a more couldn't find a more fitting, deserving person. Uh, Mike Bellardi actually had him a shirt made that Hall of Fame pace truck driver and had his name on it. He won that the entire night. Um, so really great to see him. Uh, Gus Linder was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, one of our owners, magnificent person, Larry Hemminger, was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Someone that I was really, really familiar with watching racing growing up, Richard Mitchell, um, the Brewston Mills, West Virginia driver, was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Lots of wins at Motordrome and Jennerstown Regional Championships. Great to see Richard again. And I'll tell you what, Don, between me and you, don't be surprised if we don't see Richard Mitchell in a race car here in the not-so-distant future. And our last inductee was uh, Clay Houston, who was also inducted on the opening ceremonies this Saturday night. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Mitchell came back. Maybe not the Supers. Maybe he'd like the Pro Stocks. I don't know. But whatever he does, he could get the victory lane without any problems. Well, one of the greatest things about Hall of Fame night is seeing these guys come back. My all-time hero, I say it again and again, Charlie Cragen. Get to see Charlie. He looks just as good as he did 20 years ago. I bet he could hop in a race car and still be able to get the job done. Um, Stan Lasky was up in attendance. His boys brought him up from North Carolina. It was great to see Stanley. Got him in a bunch of victory lane inter, um, photographs. It was just a really great night. It was neat. It was it was really funny. Chucky Kessler had a great, great night Saturday night, and I walked down and Richard Mitchell standing there talking to him. I said, hey, Richard, I said, if he can still do this, you can definitely still do this. And Chucky just looked at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> hey, Chucky looked good. I, You know, I was watching it, and I thought, geez, I wonder who's in, in the number one car tonight. And uh, Well, it's so funny you said that, Don, because Adam Castelling, after the heat race, Chucky gets the heat race win. You'd have thought he won the feature because his fist was out. He was pumping. His grandkids were going nuts. Chucky is 
really, really, really excited to be back racing. Had some ups and downs this year. He's got some really good help. His son, Paul, has been helping and uh, did a little testing this week and made some small changes, and it was just what that car needed. And Chucky ran a 20.270, which is the track record in the pro stock division over the last two seasons, which is truly remarkable. Um, Chucky's no spring chicken. His heart's still in it, and he's just excited to be back racing. And he, he looked really good. He got a heat race win. I think he finished in the top five in the feature, and we had to show him where Tech was because he hasn't been to Tech yet this year. But it, it's great to see drivers, you know, Will Hemminger, 16 years old, all the way up to Chucky, that he's three or four decades older than Will. So really exciting. But Adam Castelny actually walked down after the heat race win and says, where's Bobby Henry? And Chucky goes, I don't know why. He goes, well, Ch- Bobby Henry had to been in that car. There was no way you won the heat race. <laughs> so uh, little little fun and games with everybody and it's really a great place to be on Saturday night. The best medicine for a racer is a checkered flag. Absolutely. And how about that Ron's Collision Street Sox feature? My goodness, Steve Long, who went undergo, underwent really severe back surgery in the offseason, wasn't sure if he was even going to be able to race, led multiple laps in that feature, came down to a late race pass by Andrew Kimberly for her third win of the year, but Man, the competition in that street stock division, you could throw a blanket over those drivers. Brett Bickerstaff, I'm going to call it right here on Wrapping on Racing, is going to get his first win of the season. I think you're going to see Steve Long, who's won championships in the Chargers and four cylinders. He's going to get a win in the street stock division. Dell Kimberly's going to get a win in the street stock. You're going to see six or seven different winners in the street stock division before the year's over, which is really great for that division. Talk to multiple people over the last several weeks building street stocks for next year. Uh, really excited to see the growth coming in that division. I wonder who was more nervous or concerned on the last lap, Angie or her dad? See, you're wrong. It was neither of them. It was Diane Kimberly's, Angie's mom, and Dale's wife. She was probably <laughs> the one more concerned on the last lap. Yeah, they'd have to put a heart monitor on her. <laughs> I'm sure she was screaming on the radio, telling Dell, "You better not hit her." <laughs> it was pretty exciting. He'd be sleeping in the garage if he did. How about the points? Uh, a little rundown on the points. The points are really getting close, Don. And one of the things I want to remind all the listeners, and we remind everybody on Saturday night, is we do we will be implementing a point drop. And what that consists of is up to September first, every driver will drop their worst finish from the point standings so i've been playing around on the computer a little bit most of which doesn't change the lead position that drastically uh some drivers in second will gain points but in the pro stock division the one stop other sales pro stock division right now on paper it looks like jeff giles has a pretty pretty solid lead against adam to selling but when you drop that worst finish if my calculations are correct with the help of vernon yoder Adam Kostelink is only nine points behind in the championship points battle. This coming week, Saturday, August 20th, the One Stop Auto Cell Pro Stocks will run their makeup feature from the Masters two weeks ago. So you're going to see double features this coming night for the One Stop Auto Cell Pro Stock division, which could really shake up that point standing. Adam's car is going really well, and so is Jeff, but... Uh, starting position means a lot, and I'm pretty sure Jeff starts deep in the field next week in the makeup feature. Really excited to see what's going to happen in that division because they had 
14, Don, 14 one-stop auto sale pro stocks this past Saturday. If they all come back, and know Samantha Osborne's coming back, we're going to see 15 or 16 pro stocks cars. The most we've seen the entire season, and it just shows you that when you invest in a division, you believe in a division, in two years' time, it can become one of your biggest car tops. I would say next year, 20 cars is not an unreasonable uh, thought. Well, I can't mention any names, but I've had several conversations over the last several weeks with some that are familiar to racing, some that have been racing, um, that plan on moving to that division, some that were not able to race this year that plan on going to that division, and some that haven't raced in 20 years that plan on being in that division. So I'm really proud. Um, you know, I'm very humble. I don't take a lot of credit for anything, but myself and Larry Hemming are really, really pushed for this division, and the other two owners believed in us and said, go for it, boys. Me and Larry, that's our little bit of gloating every Saturday night when we see how many cars are out there that so this is the best thing we could have done. Uh, what else is on the card for this coming Saturday? So it's actually Martellus Pharmacy Night of the Races. They are a premier division of the late model division. Uh, they just bring some huge crowds each year when they're here. They're, they're, their employees are huge fans of the racetrack. Always a great night. Excited to be hosting them. And it's also our final autograph night of the year. I know drivers look forward to it. The kids look forward to it. And uh, really exciting to see all those cars lined up on the front stretch and it's great for old fans, new fans, and fans of all alike. When the kids get those autographs, it, in many cases, is an indication that they're going to be a race fan for the rest of their life. Absolutely, Don. When you can make memories at the racetrack, uh, you know, of all ages, and it's, it's not just for new fans. It's also neat for, you know, I saw a guy wearing a Richard Mitchell shirt that I'm sure is from the early 2000s. You know, he was there last week, and it's just exciting to see the relationships you build over the years. And uh, like I said, I'm still a Charlie Cragen fan, and them autograph nights had a lot to do with that. Bill, I thank you for a nice report. Is there anything we need to add? No, Don. I just want to thank everybody over and over for their support. Uh, it's been a long season so far. It's been a great season, but, you know, Mother Nature's been cooperating. And I know when you don't have those times off, the fuses get a little short, but. It was a breath of fresh air this past Saturday night, how great uh, everyone got along in the pits, and that's what we strive for at Jennerstown. In our second hour, I also have Victory Lane interviews with Darren Mozzie, his first career win, uh, Jonathan Habershack, uh, Angie Kimberly, Adam Kostelnik, and Barry Audie. What is Darren's connection? Does he work at North Star, or is he just friends, former pit crew? Uh, Where did he come from? So Darren has an amazing story. He is recently retired as a career military man. He was in the Air Force. And we need to get him on the show because he has an awesome explanation as to he, how he has gotten involved in motorsports with connections with junior motorsports. Uh, Jonathan Davis, who's actually one of the head guys at junior motorsports, was spotting for him at Jennerstown Speedway last night for his first career win. And you mentioned you're going to play his interview, Don. Probably one of the textbook interviews that you could use to send other drivers on how to do an interview. So let's try to get Darren on the show for next week, and congratulations to him and his family for their first win. Well, he saluted the military in his interview. Just a wonderful guy. You get me the contact information, and we'll schedule him for the following week. We'll make that happen, Don. All right, Bill, thank you very much. Have a nice evening. Thanks, Don. 
This portion of today's program is brought to you in part by Curtis Power Solutions. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. I want to tell you a little bit about area auto racing news. Nice uh, newspaper. It covers a lot of good stuff. Some of the writers, Dave Moody, Ernie Saxton, Walt Weimer, Chuck Bollinger, Dave Dragovich, just to name a few. As a matter of fact, Bollinger, Dragovich, and uh, Weimer have been part of Rappin' on Racing for many, many years. You can get 50 issues for $56. But what I like best is the digital subscription, which is $45. Really neat uh, paper. If you need more information, you can give them a call at 609-888-3618. That number again for Area Auto Racing News, 609-888-3618. You won't be disappointed. No one covers motorsports like Rapid on Racing. For nearly 40 years, Rapid on Racing has provided the best in motorsports information with knowledgeable and veteran reporters who cover all forms of racing. Weekly reports include local dirt and asphalt racing from Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, plus the All-Star, Lucas Oil Late Models, NASCAR, Rush, and the World of Outlaws. Listeners get the latest breaking motorsports news. The show features special guests, local track reports, driver interviews. The host of Rapid on Racing is Don Gamble. A former driver and track promoter, Don brings a wealth of racing knowledge to the program every week. Rapid on Racing. Thanks for tuning in to Rapid on Racing. I'm Lenny Baticki. Coming up next, a recording we did for PRN's At the Track. Check it out. And joining us now on the ProFabrication.com hotline, the winner from Jennerstown's Motor Mountain Masters, presented by Keen Parts, last Saturday night, a huge win for Evan Schottko. Hey, Evan, welcome to the show. The first thing that caught my attention, though, was in the buildup. The good folks at one of your local markets there, Lee Wendowski's uh, sent over food. Did did you order special food? What's what's your favorite Lee Wendowski's market food that that might have helped you? Oh my goodness, there is so many good things over there. But honestly, my my favorite is the the meat sticks. They are <laughs> they're, they're absolutely fantastic. I probably have ten of them every single race day, and uh, I'm starting to think maybe that's the secret. <laughs> Lee Wendowski's market meat sticks. If you're up towards Grand Rapids, Michigan, you got to get what uh, what makes Evan uh, get that much more zip when he runs over at Berlin Raceway. He's our guest of the ProFabrication.com hotline, Evan Shotko. Probably the biggest win in his career so far, the Motor Mountain Masters at Jennerstown Speedway, presented by Keen Parts. Uh, 
those bunches of wins and now this uh, Motor Mountain deal, 2020, you got 15th. Uh, you haven't done better than that till this one. What improved as a driver? The car had to have gotten better parts, pieces, faster, typical car stuff. But what did you do, uh, you know, to, to support that and make it even better from from the driver's standpoint? Um, I, honestly, I, I don't think there was a, a ton different as far as the driver goes. You know, I mean, um, I, I know I took a lot lot better care of my, my body and, and preparing for this race that way. Um, but really, my, my team has been, been a really big part. They really picked it up, and I really think that's the difference between this year and last year. How about the confidence of a team like that you've had with the wins at Berlin and such? Did it, did it you know, kind of make it an easier trip over from uh, Michigan to Jennerstown Speedway and, and more confidence already before you even got to the gates? Yeah, so we... Um, you know, we, we've been having a pretty good little stretch here, um, a little bit of a hot streak. So um, there was a little bit of weather down at Jennerstown, but um, with, with how the season has been going so far, we really felt like we had to go and race it because we knew we had a pretty good chance of, of winning it, or if not winning, you know, finishing in the top five somewhere. I mean, the success we've been having lately definitely played a role in the decision of going to Jennerstown. Evan Shatko on the ProFabrication.com hotline. Speaking of ProFabrication, headers, exhaust, all the parts and pieces that go with it, just a click of a mouse away at ProFabrication.com. Derek Griffith, Eddie McDonald, Albert Francis, Barry Audi, just some of the guys in in the field that Evan won out against and really dominated against. Uh, he had a lap 40 controlled caution where they had five minutes to work on the car. No, 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 no flying over the wall. Everybody could kind of do their what they were doing. But as Evan said, there was weather coming in. So what was the biggest concern, Evan, that you were asking of the crew uh, was was it hurry up uh, in one thing to get uh, an advantage on the weather? Was it an adjustment if the weather wasn't coming? Where was the strategy playing out and, and your feelings about, you know, where you were at the race at that point leading as you came in? So to be 100% honest with you, I didn't know the weather was so close. We um we checked the weather right before I, I got in the car. You know, it said it wasn't supposed to rain till like 11 or 12 at night. So we thought we were all good. So when we come down for the pit stop, I was just thinking, you know, race adjustments. I was telling the, the crew guys, let's put fans on the car, cool the whole, the whole thing down as much as we possibly can, um, and make a small tweak here and there to make the car handle a little bit better. Um, but I had no idea that, that weather was coming because, you know, I might have changed my strategy a little bit if I would have known we were only racing till lap 90 and not lap 150. Wow. Well, it all worked out nonetheless for our guest on the ProFabrication.com hotline, Evan Shotko, the winner at Jennerstown Speedway's Motor Mountain Masters presented by Keen Parts. And uh, I understand that you also use ProFabrication headers. What what does they do to uh, make your car zip along at those great speeds? They're a fantastic product. Um, I actually just recently uh, purchased a set of them, um, and they are far, far lighter um, and they make a lot more horsepower. Um, and, and, you know, they, they save about eight pounds, but on a race car, um, eight pounds is a really big deal. So I, uh, I definitely wouldn't go without them. Evan Shotko of the ProFabrication.com hotline. The winner of the Motor Mountain Masters at Jennerstown Speedway. Carson Hosevars raced that race. Derek Griffith, obviously, in the field at a defending champion prior to you. 
where can folks find your stuff on the internet so they can begin to follow you like those two other young stars that have come from racing at Jennerstown? Where are you at on the internet? So we have a, uh, a Facebook and um, a Twitter. Uh, it's a uh, shot co racing. Uh, so you can look us up and, you know, follow us on there. Certainly enjoyed watching everybody follow you to the finish line. Last Saturday night, our guest on the ProFabrication.com hotline, Evan Shotko, the winner from Jennerstown. Fans, stay with us. We'll be right back with more. This portion of today's program was brought to you in part by Curtis Power Solutions. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A., J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C., J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whalen Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. White flag now in the air for the Trenega Construction Friends by Maintenance Service, number two out of Apollo, Pennsylvania. Complete Chaos is his nickname, and he has gotten the job done here tonight as he makes his way down the backstretch through turns three and four. How about it? Seven times this year. Your winner tonight of the Sprint Car Spectacular, A.J. Flick. Fireworks still to come here tonight after this feature event, but you just saw plenty of fireworks out there, ladies and gentlemen. A.J. Flick, your feature winner of the Sprint Car Spectacular, presented by Palooza Roofing, second 
goes to the 40 of George Hobaugh. Third will go to the 12 of Darren Gallagher. Fourth, the 23 JR of Jack Sudeman Jr. Rounding out the top five, the 20B of Cody Bova. Sixth will go to the 12G of Corbin Gurley. Seventh will be the Brandon Mattis machine, the 13. Eighth will be the 22 of Brandon Spithaler. Ninth goes to the 29 of Logan McCandless. And Carl Bowser rounds out your top ten. We're going to go to Terry Bowser excavating victory lane and talk to tonight's feature winner, A.J. Flick. Ladies and gentlemen, he's going to go up top. Let's hear it for tonight's feature winner of the Sprint Car Spectacular, A.J. Flick. What a move for the win there. Unbelievable. Talk to me about what was going on throughout the course of that event. 30 laps, a little bit of extra time out here on the action track. And it looks like you kind of just waited for the moment to strike. And what an impressive move on the front stretch here with George Hobaugh. Yeah, I mean, kudos to George. He was the best car in the slick today, and it showed. Uh, I was hoping that we could catch lap traffic and stay in lap traffic, and I might be able to move around a little bit and take advantage of it. But uh, we went back green there, and he was just a better car, and I tried to be patient and hit the bite, but my car just wasn't taken off through the slick like what his was. So uh, last couple laps, I pretty much just had to sell out and uh, see if I could make any sort of momentum up top. But uh, that's probably the most badass cushion that Lernerville's had this year. So uh, hats off to the track crew and Dan and, uh, we were able to lean on it just enough that we could get runs down the straightaways. Seven wins on the season now here at the Lernerville Speedway. You went winless with the track championship last year. To win seven in a year is incredible. What has been the helping factor here this year to help make that all happen? We just tore up too many race cars last year, and uh, I couldn't really get in the momentum of what kind of setup stuff I needed to make me feel comfortable. And this year, we just kind of started back from basics, and it opened up my window so much. And um, I didn't even, I wasn't even that proud of the race car in the feature, but we've been working with some stuff to help us earlier in the night qualifying heat races, and it showed we were, we were pretty good lights out, but uh, I need to start, I need to keep tweaking on it to make it a little better in the slicker. As the season comes to a close, what's on your agenda? What's your primary focus here as the uh, season winds down, not only here at Lernerville, but perhaps throughout the Western PA region? Yeah, I mean, uh, everybody's got big shows. Lernerville's got some big shows coming up, and we all got to be able to qualify for those shows, and uh, when Cy Lynch is here, he's the best qualifying heat race car there, so that's kind of what we strive to beat. Um, luckily, he's at Knoxville today, so I didn't have to worry about racing him, but uh, we got to keep working on the slick track stuff too, especially for high-speed places and uh, even these little tracks where uh, you don't have the wing speed to get the car down as much, but we'll keep working on it, and huge thanks to every partner here, uh, Ferguson Heating and Air Conditioning, Fence by Maintenance Service, Red Robin Burgers, Ternega Construction, J.D. Byrider, Stanford's Glass, uh, all the crew, um, Dave, Brian, Nick, Alina, Parker, congrats on the first win, little man. Uh, Joe, thank you all for the help. Uh, I appreciate all the fans as well. Um, growing up, my dad went in a motodrome in Jennerstown. I even got sick of seeing him win too. So uh, I appreciate all you guys that still continue to cheer for me night in and night out. And This is just awesome how many people we got in the stands for a sprint car show and everybody down here too. So thank you all for coming out to support us. Love them or hate them, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear it one more time for tonight's feature winner of the Sprint Car Spectacular, the two, the complete chaos machine, A.J. Flick. Great interview, Tyler. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George, 
Newport Steel City Classic and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed LeBoo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. This past Saturday night at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway would play host to the Wee Willie White Memorial presented by Carnegie Beer Outlet for the Cheplick Packing Hobby Stocks. It also happened to be race number four for the Cheplick Series with $1,055 on the line for the winner to claim. The night would start with group qualifying for the hobby stocks with Gary Catellus earning the fast overall time as well as the right to start on the pole position for heat race number one. Gary would capitalize picking up the heat race win and an extra $100 courtesy of Castlevetter Landscaping. Tony McGill and Steven Sheltman would round out the podium. Cody Catellus was the second quick in qualifying, placing him on the pole for heat race number two. After eight laps, he would finish there, picking up $100 courtesy of Weldon Racing. Adam Free and Logan Catellus completed the top three. The Dean Rump Fast Dash was next as Cletus and Dobbs Automotive put together $138 to win the six-lap event in memory of Dean Rump, who passed away earlier this past week. 
Adam Free would pick up the win, the extra $138, and the opportunity to start first in the 20-lap Willie White Memorial. A four-wide salute and fireworks would accompany the start of the race, with a pace truck sporting an orange flag numbered 55, the number that Willie drove throughout his racing career. Adam Free would lead early, but the fourth starting Tony McGill would make a move for the lead on lap number seven. Free would slip back to the fourth spot as Gary Catellis and Frank McGill began making their moves forward. Gary Catellis began challenging Tony McGill heavy for the lead when suddenly the red flag flew on lap number 11 for Carly Kovacs. Her car was set into the backstretch wall, flipping and coming to an abrupt stop upside down. Carly was evaluated and sent to the hospital as a precaution, but is doing well with relatively minor injuries. The stoppage was exactly what Faree needed, as Gary Catellis and Frank McGill, who were in second and third, would pull into the pits during the red flag due to mechanical issues. This would put Adam Faree back into the second position. Then once the green flag flew, the remaining laps would host a race of the year candidate with Adam Faree and Tony McGill slugging it out side by side, bumper to bumper racing ensued as it was poetry in motion. When the dust had settled and 20 laps were complete, Adam Free collected the win and the $1,055 payday. Hear for yourselves what all Free had to say in Victory Lane. Let him hear you tonight's feature winner of the Wee Willie White Memorial presented by Carnegie Beer Outlet, the 29 of Adam Free. Well done, sir. Your first feature win here at Pittsburgh since 2019. Your sixth career feature win in the Cheplick Packing Hobby Socks. And what a way to rebound and get it done here tonight with over $1,000 going to you, the winner. It's got to feel good when a sponsor comes on board and puts up some extra money. And it's got to feel good to earn a big one here as we honor we Willie White. Yeah, I mean, it feels great. I want to thank all the sponsors, everyone that worked on my car. I mean, everyone that helps me week in and week out. My dad, who fortunately he's homesick. Marianne, and my stepmom, my grandparents. <laughs> I mean, I already thanked everyone. I, it's been too long. I don't remember what I'm doing in here. <laughs> Tell you what, you had a great battle on the speedway between yourself and Tony McGill for many laps there. At one point, you drop back to the fourth spot. Two cars drop out, moves you back to the second spot, and you put on a battle for the ages. You were going to make Tony McGill earn it if he could. He did not. You took it away from him, but nonetheless, you get up the win. What was it like racing like that so close for so long? Oh, it was so fun. I mean, Tony always races me clean, so appreciate him for that. And I mean, yeah, that was just a great race, real fun to drive, and I hope it was as fun to watch. You picked up the dash earlier here tonight, the Dean Trump Memorial Dash. That puts you in a very prominent position. How important of a role do you think that played in picking up the win here tonight? Oh, I mean, the further up front you start, the better. You know, there's a lot of fast cars in this class now, so uh, the less passing you got to do, the, the easier it makes the job. You already thanked a lot of your crew members and stuff and maybe sponsors, but is there anybody maybe that you're forgetting or people that you want to thank for help making this all happen here tonight? Uh, I mean, just everyone who's been in, involved along the way. John Fosnight for his help. I mean, my Uncle Alvin comes out every week and watches me race. Like, just all my friends and family who support us. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it tonight once again for the feature winner of the Chaplick Packing Hobby Socks, the Wee Willie White Memorial Champion, the 29 out of Jefferson Hills, Pennsylvania, Adam Faree. Tony McGill was so close to his career first win, but it will have to wait for another day as he finished in the second spot. Logan Catellus was back behind the wheel of his 64K and earned himself a top three finish. Matt Bernard and Ben Anton would round out your top five. 
Carly Kovacs earned $38, courtesy of Dobbs Automotive, for being the eighth place car on lap number three. The number 38 has been relevant since that was Dean Rump's racing number. The final contingency award, the Hard Charger, courtesy of the 221K racing team and Dobbs Automotive, was awarded to Mark Corio. Corio was plus seven on the night with a sixth place finish. He collected $138 for his efforts. Moving forward to the Rourke Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models, it appeared as though Tim Schaefer would follow his podium finish up at the Juke George Steel City Classic with a win, but Cole Petrell was there to spoil his party yet again and create a party of his own instead. Petrell would take the lead on lap number seven, and he never looked back for the remaining 13 laps. Petrell was excited to get back to victory lane and talked about what all had to happen in order to get him back there. He's climbing out of the car, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear for tonight's feature winner of the Rourke Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models, the number 84 of Cole Patrell. You and I kind of have a little bit of a running joke. Every once in a while, you'll tell me, hey, I'll see you in Victory Lane. Well, the first time you did that, you parked it here. Well, a couple times after that, you did not. We didn't say it tonight. You parked it here, so superstition's over. Nonetheless, you get the job done here tonight, but you had to earn it with the Steel City Outlaw leading it early. Yeah, kind of had flashbacks of the win earlier this year. I thought it might come down to the last lap again, but I noticed him getting really tight towards the middle of the race, and luckily we were free enough just to get past him, and then we tightened up, and I was waiting for them to come around me there at the end. The car just got really tight on me. Able to overcome extenuating circumstances nonetheless. Let's talk about the people that help make this happen every single week for you, your sponsors, your crew that help get you here to victory lane tonight. Uh, first of all, Andre at Quick Time Suspension. We spend a lot of phone time together trying to get this thing dialed in. Ty Torg, Phil Lucon, uh, Paul Simon at Toronto Auto Parts, Brad at Race One. I mean, without Brad, we wouldn't be here. I mean, he took our second car in last week and got it fixed within 24 hours and had us back at the track. So we really appreciate all Brad does for us and his customer service is outstanding. We got Nate, James, Matt. My wife, Natalie, who finally made it to a race when we won. My dad, Vicky Snitch. Vince is somewhere in the pits, probably in turn three with his feet kicked up in his recliner. <laughs> so that's about it. It wouldn't be a victory lane celebration without a kiss from your wife here. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it one more time for tonight's feature winner of the Rourke Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models. Cole Patrell gets it done tonight. A trio of Aliquippa natives would make up the next three finishers with Tim Schaefer finishing in the runner-up spot. Cassidy Kamaker would score her career-highest feature finish with third. Dave Goble would pilot the all-interior painting 20G to fourth, and points leader Philip Bubeck would round out your top five. Tim Schaefer was the sole heat race winner. The Penn Ohio Pro Stock saw Nick Kachuba go back-to-back after a 15-lap A main event. It seems as though the 2021 points champion really has gotten things turned around as his car has been dominant these past few weeks. He officially ties himself with Danny Rich for sixth all-time in wins in the Pro Stock Division with 22 victories, placing him one win behind Jumpin' Joe Vaca for fifth. The win certainly didn't come easy as points leader A.J. Poljak looked to have something for Kachuba at times, but just couldn't find enough speed to make the pass. Poljak would settle for second. Brian Hutchko has been having some problems these past few weeks, and though he finished third, it appears as though he may still have some kinks to work out of the motor as it was damaged on Saturday night. Daryl Charlier piloted his wife's 21 car to a fourth place finish, and the Reaper, Jacob Billick, would complete the top five. AJ Poljak and Daryl Charlier were the heat race winners. 
The Crawford Auto Repair Open Four Cylinders was host to another exciting night of racing, but Bill Tennant would dominate all eight laps en route to his 23rd career feature win at the track. The defending points champion didn't run away with it, though, as Travis Corbin, who pilots Tennant's old car, made it close a few times. Ultimately, Corbin would concede to Tennant and settle for second. Speaking of all-time wins, Andy Garlinger looked to pad his all-time winsless lead with another victory, but a podium finish would have to do. Craig Rudolph would likely take the points lead back with a fourth-place finish, and Travis Clark rounded out the top five. Bill Tennant swept the night, winning the sole heat race. The always-safe flagging and traffic control young guns were the cherry on the top for the night, competing in an eight-lap feature event. A caution-free event at that, as Zoe Knight would claim her fourth win of the season, starting and finishing in position number one. Abby Gittelsberger would run in the second spot for the entirety of the race, finishing second as a result. Not without pressure, though, as Gavin Kukalis didn't make it easy on Gindelsberger. Kukalis would end up finishing in the third position. A battle for fourth also came down to the wire, as Paige Jones would edge out Sadie Snatchko for the fourth spot, Snatchko completing the top five. Emmy Laboon won the heat race, but drivetrain issues would cause her to end her night early, and that means that the points battle between herself and Zoe Knight looks as though it will come down to the wire. No racing this upcoming weekend as the Garden Bros Circus is coming to town. They will lease the Speedway grounds August 18th through the 21st with many time slots available. Visit GardenBrosCircus.com for all scheduling and ticketing information regarding that event. Our next scheduled race at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway will be on Saturday night, August the 27th for the TI-22 Performance Fast Winged 410 Sprint Cars. It will be the third visit of the year for the Falcone Automotive Moon Township 410 Winged Outlaw Sprint Series, which means that the top Western PA stars will compete against the best that the Fast Touring Series has to offer. Gates will open at 5 with hot laps at 6 with racing at 7. For all scheduling and ticketing information, as well as our point standings, racing programs, and more, please visit our website at ppms.com. And be sure to, if you haven't already, to follow us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. My name is Tyler Harris, reporting for Rapid on Racing. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George Steel City Classic, and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed Laboo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online and get home delivery. 
Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Business owners, if your ad was here, our listeners could find out about your company. Speedway Productions has several advertising packages to fit your budget. Rappin' on Racing airs live Mondays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, RappinOnRacing.com, or Hulu Television. You can also listen on your computer, iPhone, or iPad. Don and his co-hosts present the good, the bad, and the ugly of local racing. The two-hour show features local track reports, special guests, driver interviews, and all of the national racing news. Check out the show and let us know if you are interested in becoming a marketing partner. For additional information, call 412-999-6625 or email rappinonracing at gmail.com. listeners joining us now the young lady that drives the double zero in the crate late models kayla mcmanus good evening how are you i'm good how are you Don? good i guess the first question is double zero that's kind of a unique number how did you pick that um well it was actually my basketball number growing up and i always had a tendency to foul a lot so it was real easy for the rest to call double zero <laughs> and then <laughs> and my dad's number was always 17 but in the hobby stocks there was already a couple 17 so i was like you know i'll be my old basketball number so i'm not with double okay well you're in good company because lou blaney and dave blaney were number 10 and it was their basketball number so you're <laughs> yeah. definitely in a good group there um <laughs> the family's real involved in racing uh let's talk about dad obviously retired in 2021 uh any other family members that are part of the project um my pap started racing at heidelberg back in the day and he kind of you know he got the family into it and then you know my dad got into it and my uncle drove for a little while but they're both retired now and who was your uncle uh, Greg McManus. Oh, okay. So there's been a lot of McManuses in the driver's seat. Now, when did yes, you decide? When did you decide you wanted to be a driver? <laughs> For as long as I can remember, you know, I yeah. was always in the garage with my dad growing up. So it's just something I always wanted to do. 
Well, and Pittsburgh is nice because they've given a lot of young ladies the opportunity to participate. I mean, whether, well, anybody can do go-karts, but then when you were in the Young Guns, they you have that opportunity at Pittsburgh, then up to the hobby stocks and not to the crates. And I think it's wonderful because... Geez, way back when I raced 100 years ago, there was only one woman, well, two, that were in racing. But now, it's not unusual at all, not only to be in there, but to be winning races. Uh, I guess that might upset the guys. Do you find (laughs) that's a problem? No, I mean, I don't look at it any different. Like, at the end of the day, we're just all, you know, drivers. And, you know, I don't try to look at, like, ha-ha, I beat a guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're all the same at the end of the day. Yeah. And and that's good that they understand that or that you understand it. Yes. Now, jobs in racing, like when you were in the garage with Dad, what were some of your jobs? Uh, well, when I was real little, he would just, like, let me sit there with a grinder, and I would sit there in one spot and just grind the same spot. <laughs> then when I got older, you know, I started with tire prep, and, you know, yeah. eventually he would teach me how to check the car and then next thing you know I was pulling motors and stuff out of the car so it kind of just progressed as I got older that is wonderful what do you think uh, is the best part of racing the best part of racing is you know the all the friends you make out of it you know at the end of the day you know if you have a good or a bad night you you make friends forever there your racing family oftentimes is even bigger than your immediate family. And these friendships, they last forever. I mean, I, I'm still friends with guys when I was racing. And, geez, I've been retired 25 years. You know, it's just, it's nice. Now, other than the finances, and you've got some good sponsors. We'll get to that in a minute. What's the toughest part about your racing program? Mm, I would have to say, especially this year, the jump that I made. That's a big you know, one. I never, I never expected it to be, you know, this big of a transition. So it gets very frustrating at times, but you kind of just, you know, got to push through the bad times. And then, you know, when it's high, it's high. And when it's low, it's low. Now, I'm not sure there's much time for it, but do you have any hobbies? <sighs> no, not really. That's, racing's about my only hobby. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't leave much time for other stuff. <laughs> no, now, sir. Would you say your most recent victory would be the most memorable thing in your racing or was there something else that was even more significant you know last saturday that was you know pretty exciting but i gotta say my first hobby stock win had to be you know the best feeling race i've ever won yeah that's wonderful well there's going to be a lot more victories so maybe you'll come up with something even more (laughs) interesting i hope so uh everybody has one uh but what was your most embarrassing moment in racing uh i would have to say whenever i was driving young guns it was my first year is me and ben anton and we were side by side and i thought they threw the checkered and they threw the white flag and i let off the gas and i ended up losing the race because of it if i had a nickel for how many how many drivers have done this i'd have a big bag of nickels and i'm talking all the way up to top of the late model ranks Mm-hmm. Um, what would you consider, obviously you want to win some more, what would you consider a really good year uh, when the season's over this year? Um, just, you know, this year's kind of all about, you know, learning, learning the car, you know, learning the setup on it because it is just a whole different animal compared to the hobby stocks. 
so much more complex, you know, adjustments you can make. So, Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Kayla McManus, the driver of the double zero. Uh, this car, where did it come from? It came from uh, last year, Brad Spochaz from Centerline Motorsports. He bought it from Christian Snyder. It was the 1ST, and then that's the crate that Daryl Sarlier drove last year, and then he let me hop in it this year. That is really good. Uh, that Centerline is really involved in one of your sponsors. Let's talk about all your sponsors. Uh, well, you know, first and foremost, Centerline Motorsports, Three Rivers Karting, Gable Inn, uh, Bud's Place, Lakeside Beer, Octane Graphics, AccuForce, Ken Ganley Toyota, Amsoil, Monkey Bar, Pleasant Bar, and MBM Contracting. See, I admire the way you mentioned that because a lot of times, well, I won't let them do it on an interview, some drivers will be in victory lane and they'll say, I want to thank my sponsors. They know who they are. Yeah, I said, for God's sakes, everybody else would like to know who they are. And you just... You just roll that off right off the tip of your tongue, and that's the way you want to keep doing it. Yes, sir. Now, they recently had fan appreciation night there. Uh, how did you feel about people coming up and, hey, can I have your autograph? You know, these little kids, they look at you. They're You're bigger than life to some of these kids. Yeah, you know, autograph night's always a night that I look forward to because, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I was that little kid getting somebody's autograph. So it's pretty cool to know that you have little ones looking up to you and you just try to be the best role model you can be. One of the nicest things about you being a female and a driver is the other girls in the grandstand could be thinking, you know, in another 10 years, maybe I can do this. And that's so good for the sport because we need to get young blood in there and I love what you're doing. How about the pit crew? Who works on the car? Well, my dad first. You know, he works on it constantly. When I'm at work or whatever, he's just, you know, in there turning wrenches. And then I got to thank Adam, FK, and, uh, of course, Daryl for always giving us setup advice. You know, we really lean on him whenever, you know, trying to set up the car. He always helps us even when he's trying to figure his own stuff out. Uh, Bill... Jim from Jim Miller and then George from Bud's Place. And then, of course, you know, I got to thank my mom for letting me do this. You know, she puts up with me and my dad being gone every single weekend. Well, the moms make a lot of sacrifices so the husband or the daughter or the son can race. So sounds like mom's a pretty special lady. And I know it probably makes her nervous having her daughter racing, but. I would say you're you're safer in a double zero at the racetrack than you would be driving to the races on the highway. I know, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't really quite understand how safe these cars are, so she's still a nervous wreck no matter what I tell her. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're coming up on a commercial break. Is there anyone that we forgot or anything you'd like to add? Um, you know, I just want to thank Brad Spochaz again for giving me this opportunity this year. You know, I never thought in my life I would be able to drive a late model, and, you know, he made my dreams come true. That is really nice. Um, I, I think that Brad's involved in a lot of racing projects there, and a guy like him is really good for the sport. Well, I want to thank you for being with us and uh, continued success, maybe a couple more wins before we get to the end of the year. I sure hope so. 
All right, Kayla McManus, I thank you. Thank you. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whalen Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. All right, listeners, joining us now is Greg Burbage. Greg, good evening. How are you? Oh, not bad, Don. Thanks for having me on. What a year you're having. Jeez, you got three wins. There's been 11 races, and you've been in the top five every week for all 11 races. That's quite a, uh, quite a resume. Yes, uh, we're, we're very fortunate. Uh, to be as good as we are. And and the car is beautiful. I mean, it is really pretty. I'm guessing that uh, you got involved in racing because I know your dad uh, may be watching him race, and he was a big influence on you. Let's talk about it. Yeah, uh, you know, growing up as a young kid, uh, I don't really remember too much of the Heidelberg days, but I remember the projector movies, watching those, and... Uh, Going to Motor Drum when it was dirt and smuckers as a kid and watching my dad, and I just knew I wanted to do it someday. Have you had any jobs in racing other than driving, like pit crew or anything like that? Yeah, I helped my brother, Rich. Uh, he raced Motor Drum, uh, I think, from around like 2000 to 2006, and uh, I helped uh, keep the car together in the garage through the week, uh, helped unload, load. And uh, pit crewed with him on and off for those many years there. I understand you had a brief driving experience in 1997 and then t- not too much until uh, 2019. Uh, 
when you weren't racing, was it financial? Uh, were there other commitments? And then what made you come back in 2019? Well, absolutely. When I started, though, when I tried to make an attempt at racing in 97 at Lernerville Speedway, uh, it, you know, I had, I had a $500 car. Uh, I was probably putting the cart before the horse. Uh, young, uh, young family, and I knew that I had to uh, put my eggs in order before I really could do it successfully or even have a chance at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 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 career at Lernerville pretty much ended after I barrel rolled down the straightaway. Whoa! And after that, I just knew I better wait until the time was right. So I don't know. Almost thirty years later. I got into uh, racing at Jennerstown. Well, and you came back like gangbusters. What do you like best about racing? I I think I enjoy the most is meeting the new friends I have, the camaraderie, the people that I'm meeting along the way, the fans, uh, you know, the camaraderie in the garage. uh, It's just like, you know, it's wonderful. It's great that to have the new friends that I have in racing. Other than the finances, which is obvious, what's the toughest part about racing? Well, I, I would say that is probably the toughest part other than, you know, the finances is uh, pretty much a poor man in a rich man's hobby, you know. And, uh, uh, you know, just staying with it, uh, the hours in the garage, the time away from the missus, uh and obviously, you know, um, yeah, being able to get that car to perform the way we want it to is a challenge. Um, but uh, I can't, you know, uh, I'm very blessed, Don. Very blessed to be able to do it. Well, you got something figured out because your record there is excellent. And you're over 100 points ahead of Brent Bickerstaff, who's second in the points. So, uh a little bit of a question there, and uh, if things continue, would would this be your first ever championship? Yes, this would definitely be my first championship in uh, pretty much three years of uh, racing. Uh, so, yeah, I'm one lucky guy, I'll tell you that. That has a nice <laughs> son, Greg Burbage, 2022 Jennerstein champion. I like the sound of that. Well, the season's not over yet, Don. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> when you weren't racing, uh, what did you spend all your time doing? Just working, or uh, do you have any hobbies? Do anything other than uh, uh, the racing? Yeah, I mean, I uh, I restored some classic cars uh, over the years. Uh, invested a little bit of property, and uh, you know, fixing up my house, fishing. I, you know, I always made time to do a little bit of fishing that I haven't done in some years now. Uh, just stuff like that. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Greg Burbage, driver of the number 44 at Jennerstown Speedway. Uh, what would you say would be your most memorable moment in racing? I would have to say my first win, Don. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the first, my first win is definitely the most memorable. Uh, a win that I, I just didn't know I'd ever get. And to achieve that was beyond expectations for such early in my career of doing this. You know what I mean? How about your uh, most embarrassing moment, and everybody has one? 
I think I jumped to start probably, uh, you know, uh, in the middle of turn uh, three. I think I jumped to start uh, on the restart. Uh, first time on a pole, of course, I screwed that up and jumped to start and had to get sent to the, to the second <laughs> row back. Let's say it's the end of the season. Obviously, you want to win the championship. Any other goals that you're looking for? Oh, it would be nice to win a few more along yeah. the way. Yeah. Um, we're not out there to play it safe. We, we want to get out there and we want to win some more races. That's what we try to do each week and week out. Uh, you know, keep the car in one piece at the same time. Um, but yeah, this I really like to get this championship. You know, for the, all the guys that helped me, you know, well, they deserve I, it. I think a safe bet would be maybe another two or three wins. Does that sound like a good goal? Oh, that's what we're going to try to do. Let's talk about your sponsors. Who helps you out? So I got uh, Great Clips. Uh, Bob Bell, owner of uh, Great Clips franchise uh, salons. Get your haircuts there. It, and UIS Vapes um, for different flavors of vape, if that's what you like to do. Hickey Contracting, uh, get your roof and siding done. Papa Rock's Pizza Pub, great folks, great fun, and good food. Tire Auto Sales down in Blonox, where you really some really good high-end cars, Don. You want a nice Mercedes, you go to Tire Auto Sales. Sharpie Matt Handyman Services, get your handyman needs done. Shipley Maintenance Services, kind of the same thing. You want some remodels, kitchens, uh, talk to Jamie Shipley. Equity Real Estate, if you're looking to uh, sell your house or buy a house or have property managed in Pittsburgh, you got Equity Real Estate, one of the finest in Pittsburgh. And uh, I, I would like to give a quick shout-out to, uh, you know, uh, Sandy Bender, who did a, a great memory for her late husband Bob Bender, who's race, uh, who was a racer in the East Coast. Laverne Dobos, who gave a shot, a memory of her husband Roland, and uh, my crew too. So, like to mention my crew, if that's all right. Yes, sir. Definitely. Go ahead. So I got to definitely give a shout out to Mike Backlon track champion many multiple times many wins he should be in a hall of fame i mean he should be in a hall of fame this year in my mind uh what a what a blessing it has to have him help me and les blazovich old man les rides around on my scooter there everybody knows him at the track wayne my brother scott and young buck uh, jacob that helps i want to give them guys a lot of the credit here uh, without them i couldn't do it on I have a nice Mike Bacalon story uh, that I'd like to share with you. There was a period of time before I had my own car in the senior series that I would go to a track and borrow a car. And usually I was squeezed in there like a sardine. Well, one night at Motordrome, Mike said I could drive his car, and I had more than enough room. I had all, <laughs> all the leg room you could ask for. It was really cool, and I, I thanked him for that. It was, it was a nice situation. Uh, we're coming up on a commercial break. Any closing thoughts, anyone you'd like to thank? Well, I definitely have to say thanks, Sherry, my longtime girlfriend, for putting up with me and, uh, you know, allow me and uh, being patient with me throughout this because it does take a lot of time away from home. 
it takes a very special lady, whether it's wife, girlfriend, daughter, mother, to put up with the nonsense that we as drivers put them through. And I applaud you to have a good woman with you, and I thank you for being with us tonight. Hey, hey Dawn, hmm. Dawn, can I, can I give one more shout-out to the fans and to the track officials and management? They're doing a wonderful job, and thank you to the fans. Yes, I agree 100%, especially how hard they had to work with the weather conditions during the Motor Mountain Masters. Yes. And um, it was just incredible that they got that show in. Well, Greg, I thank you. Continued success, and we'll be talking. All right. Thank you, Don. Thanks for having me. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and JWC-JWCA are unaffiliated entities. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George, Steel City Classic and the two night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed LeBoo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway.
right, listeners, joining us now is a two-time winner at the Jennerstown Speedway. Not only that, but a very nice young lady. Angie Kimberly, good evening. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Now, I know that uh, many years ago, uh, Dad was involved in racing, and I suspect that maybe he would be the influence and in why you did this. You decided to go into racing. Uh, when did you decide uh, this is something I want to do? Um, well, I've always seen like his trophies around and pictures around, and my pop's always been into racing, and he's always had cars since I was little. And when I was 12, I said, hey, Mom, I want to race. And she said, absolutely not. <laughs> so then when I was 13, I said, hey, Mom, I want to race. And she's like, you're not giving it up, are you? <laughs> I said, no. So... We got Cody Cork's car, and we ran a motor drive in 2011. Well, for a mom, I mean, whether it's a boy or a girl, they don't want their kids racing because uh, they just automatically think it's dangerous. But in reality, you're probably safer in that race car than you are driving home from work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A uh, little bit about background. Uh, Dave Martinelli uh, is your grandpa, right? Okay. Yeah, he's been, he's had race cars, oh, geez, I can't remember when, and I know we were talking earlier that uh, your dad uh, and a couple other cars, there were three cars, were racing down at Pennsylvania Motor Speedway in the 80s, and uh, when there was three cars, there was generally one, two, three, or three, two, one, they won a bunch of races there. Um, have you had any jobs in racing prior to being a driver? Nope, always been a driver. Yeah, and now or a uh, fan. Now, with the exception of you did the four cylinders, and then when did you did you do four? You did the four cylinders also at Jennerstown, right? Yeah, I think I was in the four cylinders for two years yeah. at Jennerstown, and in Victory Lane. Now, when did you decide? Hey, I want to step up into the next uh, division. Um, I actually drove Lauren Butler's car because I think she did something to her knee and she couldn't drive, but she wanted her car out there. And she asked me if I wanted the chance to drive her street stock. And I said, well, yeah, you trust me with it. So after that year, I forget which year it was, I got Sean Beam's street stock for Christmas. And that's when I started racing with the street stocks was after then. That's a nice present. Well, your dad uh, is so involved. What's it like when you race your dad and you beat him? Um, I like it. He doesn't like it so much. <laughs> I have people tell him that I'm a better driver than he yeah, is. And, yeah. <laughs> Must be interesting around a dinner table when that happens. So that would be <laughs> yeah, one of fun, that would be one of the best things about racing is getting get, being able to beat dad. Now, if you couldn't yeah. go, if you couldn't go racing, how would you spend your spare time? Um, I like camping and just doing all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's well, kind of hard to say. I've been racing for so long. I don't even know what I'd do. Well. Uh, I think it's wonderful. Yourself and Lauren Butler and so many young ladies are getting involved, like down at Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. There's four or five uh, young ladies driving there. It was, uh, Kayla McManus just won a race there uh, last week. Um, everybody has one. But what would have been your most embarrassing moment in racing? Uh, I don't know. Oh. Well, if it's that hard to remember, maybe you haven't had any that were bad. 
Yeah, maybe I haven't had any. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the team cars. Now, there's your car, there's your dad's car, and there's Adam's car. Uh, are all these cars in the same garage? How does that work? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, all, all of them are in there. We have two racks, and there's probably enough for, like, four cars to be on the ground. And and where is this garage located? It's in West Newton. Yeah. Now, is it in any way connected to uh, Kimberly uh, Construction or Kimberly? What specifically is the uh, business that's located out of that garage? Um, it's just our garage. There's no business with it. Okay. So Kimberly Contracting is located somewhere else? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dad must be successful to have that many race cars at the track, and that's not a cheap effort. So I applaud him. Not only three race cars, but three really good race cars there. Now, Adam keeps talking about selling the car he's winning all these races in. What's the thought process there? Um, I don't know. That's not my car. I don't have anything really to do with that one. Yeah. That was my dad's pro stock that he raced the past. Two years, and then he totaled that car, and we took it back down to Babyface Fabrication, where we have all of our cars built, and he redid it, and um, Adam's running it now, because my dad's in the street stocks with me. Yeah. Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Angie Kimberly, the driver of the number nine. My next question is, how did you pick your number? My birthday is May 9th, so I figured I'd go with the nine. <laughs> And, you know, the stories, when I ask drivers that, everybody has a good reason. Now, you're you're too young to know uh, the Blaney's, uh, but uh, Ryan Blaney, his grandfather, picked number 10, and so did his dad because they both played basketball, and that was their number. So uh, everybody has a special reason. Now, between now and the end of the season— what would you consider, uh, in addition to maybe winning some more races, what would you consider a good year? Um, I don't know. I didn't come into the season thinking about winning. I just go to have fun. I'm not in it for points or anything. So I've already had the best season I could have ever thought of. Yeah, I'd say pretty impressive. You're in a division with a lot of good drivers. How about if we take a minute and thank some of your sponsors? Um, well, I like to thank my mom and dad because they're also a sponsor, and my mom's my crew chief. But I have Gimbley Contracting and my pop Martinelli. I have AK Chassis. That's Adam who drives the 22 Pro Stock. of have um, Jack Engines, uh, Babyface Fabrication. He built the whole car. Um, there's Mars Hill Storage, Bay Equipment, Castoros, Hauling, SNS Auto. And Scott Electric, they do my graphics. Where is Babyface Chassis? Or what's what's the name of the company that builds the cars? Babyface Fabrication. And where are they located? Uh, they are from North Carolina. And how did they ever get hooked up? How did the Kimberleys ever get hooked up with them? Uh, we met them through Anthony and Scott Aiello. Who's your pit crew? Uh, my mom is my crew chief, and then it's me and her who pretty much do a lot of the car when we're at the track, but then Adam Kostelnik works on everything at the garage. We have Kenny, um, there's 
Dalton, my brother, he cleans it. There's old man Bill, he cleans the car in the garage. Uh, Yossi comes and helps. Ron, Joey, <laughs> there's so many people that come over and help Bill, I can't even think of everybody. Uh, you mentioned Dalton. Let's talk about him. How does he fit into this picture? Uh, Dalton is my fiancé. Good. Well, that sounds nice. Uh, and <laughs> looking down the road in the future, have you guys long-term decided when uh, he might be uh, more than a fiancé? No, we didn't pick anything. Yeah. Well, don't hurry. it. Just enjoy life. Yeah. Now, was he a race fan before you two got together, or did you pull him into the sport? Uh, he used to go to dirt races, but I don't think he ever went to asphalt races until I got in the picture. Yeah. What's Dalton's last name? Gunnell. Gunnell. Okay. I just wondered if I had ever seen him at the races. Well, it sounds like you're having a very successful year, and I know the fans love it, whether it's Lauren Butler or Angie Kimberly, especially the girls in the grandstands. When they see a young lady that's not only racing but winning races, they're probably saying, you know, maybe someday I could do this. Yeah, I hope they do. It'd be nice to have some more girls out there with us. I like seeing all the young kids out there. There's um, Alan Oler. He just started in the four-cylinders, number 75. Mm -hmm. He just started this year, but he's always been such a huge fan of mine. He'd come down every weekend with his program and a Sharpie, getting me to sign his book, and now he's the one signing everyone else's books, and it's great to see that. Well, think about this. When a little kid comes and wants your autograph, as far as you're concerned, you're just somebody's having a good time at the racetrack. But you're bigger than life to that kid. And I know 100 years ago when I was a kid going into pits and talking to these drivers, they were all superheroes as far as I was concerned. And that's a category that you're going to fall into. And I know you're good with the kids. And that's just going to enhance your popularity there because on, on fan appreciation night, you're going to have a gang of them that want to be with you and get your autograph. And that's kind of a nice feeling. It is. I understand when you first talked to your mom and said you wanted to race, that didn't go over well, did it? No, I got shut down kind of quick. <laughs> well, apparently you prevailed. So from the first time you told her that and she said, no way, let's pick up the story from there. Um, I don't even know. I told her, I was like, hey, I want to race. And I was like, right before the season started. And she was like, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. You're only 12, which understandable. So like I kept saying, I, I really want to race. I really want to race. And she's like, no. Well, Cody Cork's car went up for sale, and he won a bunch of championships at Motordrome. And I was like, hey, can we get this car? And then Dad was like, yeah, we're going to go pick up the car. And I'm pretty sure Dad just went and got it, and we started getting <laughs> fire suits and gloves and helmet and everything. It just built on from there. Yeah. Well, I want to congratulate you on your efforts. I want to thank you for being with us and continued success, and let's get some more wins. Thank you so much. You have a nice evening. You too. Out of turn number four, the checkered flag will wave. Angie Kimberly will hold off her dad for the win. Dale Kimberly finishes second, Burbage third. In fourth, the 27 of Long, and in fifth, the 53 of Bickerstaff. We'll talk to Angie Kimberly. 
down in Stoney's Beer Victory Lane here on flowracing.com when we come back from Jennerstown Speedway. Angie, come on over here. Congratulations. These fans were on their feet. They were making some noise for you. How's that feel to be rooted on like that? It feels amazing. Tell me about uh, you, you had to get by the 53 of Bickerstaff, then you go for the lead. Take me through that from, from the driver's seat. Um, well, I don't know. It was hard to get around him, but I knew I had the fastest time from both heats. I knew I could get around him. He really wasn't a big problem to me to begin with. I mean... I like racing with everybody on our problem, but it was a great time. I liked racing with him. The confidence of Angie Kimberly. What was happening to this right side? We could see it fanning out. I don't know what happened. Everyone was like, what happened to your thing? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't see it. <laughs> Who do you want to thank on this race car, Angie? Uh, I want to thank my beautiful mom. She is the voice in my head every night out here. I wouldn't be out here without her. And my dad, I raced with him. He got second. Good job, Dad. My pap. Um... Smokey, he's watching from Flow Racing. He won a shout-out. Babyface, he's watching. He builds a car. Uh, Kimberly Contract and Martinelli, everybody behind me, my brother, Dalton, Richie, Joey, Mark, AK Chassis. Adam works on his car more than I think he works. anybody works on their car put together. Endless hours go into this car with Adam. I want to thank Todd. He's in the stands, and he makes amazing saw blades. I think that's it. And happy birthday to Pap Baird, who is not here with us, but I know he had the best seat in the house tonight. Angie Kimberly picks up another win. Let's go over here and talk to Dad for just a second. Dale, you had a nice run up the front stretch there on that last lap. How much grace were you giving Angie over here? I didn't want to hit her, but I, I wasn't giving it up. Dale wanted a win too, but Angie holds him off. How about one more round of applause? For Angie Kimberly picking up yet another win here at Jennerstown Speedway. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whalen Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. 
The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. We're at Blanket Hill Speedway, and joining us is the driver of the 270 Wing Sprint, Mickey Banyas. Mickey, great to have you back on Rapid on Racing. I believe uh, Don had you on earlier in the year. And from time to time, like I said, we'd like to get out to what we call the small tracks and see what uh, the small cars are doing, the dwarf cars, the 270s, the 600s. Sometimes when they have the go-karts, I mean, you know, you used to run go-karts here a year, a few, for when they opened the track up, but... We're into the middle of August now. Let's see how the 69's doing this year. How how is it doing? Well, it's doing. It's running good right now. Um, in the beginning of the year, uh, the chain, the the master link on the chain was backwards, and the chain came apart and slashed my motor in half. So I was out for two races of the first start of the year. Um, so that was a rough start, but right now it's running pretty good. Um, we went out to Ohio at Goods Raceway, and we sweeped everyone out there. We, went, we won two times uh, every single time we went out there, and I so far won three races at Blanket Hill this year, and everything's running good. So that's three at Blanket Hill, two at Goods, that gives you five, but... I was talking to your dad before the interview, and he said, you know, you missed some races due to the chain breaking, and then you had a little mishap a couple weeks ago at Good, and you qualified well. And, you know, just tell the listeners, we always think of the good side of racing, and you've experienced with five wins is really good, but on the other side, you had the misfortune earlier in the year with the chain and with supplies at minimal, and some some of these teams are having a hard time getting tires, but you ended up upside down. Yes, I went to Knox for my first time. Um, I started 11th in the feature, and on the first lap, I wrecked into a car on my right side and flipped over on my left side and destroyed my wing. You know, and we, so Mickey, when you take the good and the bad, and you know, how old are you? I am 15 years old. Now you're 15. Well, you're getting old there. I'm telling you, when I'm getting older, but I think you're getting a little bit old. I remember you and Kale Schwartzmiller up at Slippery Rock running the go-karts, and, you know, Kale's ready to make the jump into a crate, and, you know, you're still running these. And it's so different because not everybody can afford to run the bigger cars. You're running something that is very conducive to, you know, your budget, and you're still having fun, and you're still winning. Yeah, that's right. These these big cars are definitely a lot more money than uh, go-karts, you know. I'm just so happy that my dad is, uh, you know, willing to put money in the car and making me race and everything. You know, we're a really low-budget team, so we usually use used parts and just hope for the best. You know, when you see some of your buddies, you know, now Kale hasn't been out, and Ben Eastler, he jumped into a, a crate modified and... I, I, again, we're gonna. This is we're gonna ask you after this question. You see them doing well. You're doing well. So it, it's. And you guys still stay in touch. Um, I do not see him too much, but I hear that Ben is doing very well in the. Uh, I think modifieds crates or whatever he races. But yeah, he's doing really well. 
but I don't get to see him much. You know, the tough part is I, I look at you guys and I remember when you were like 10 and now you guys are like 15. You're in you guys sprout up like corn in a field. I, I look at you and then, you know, two years ago you were, you know, so high. Now you're, you know, you're getting bigger. But how how fun is this? I mean, this is something that you do, you know, with your family. And we'll kind of like, I'll let you tell the story because I know the story. Uh, you know, your grandmother and this whole number Black 69, it's a special scheme. You brought it out last year. Last year. You're still, late last year, you're still running it this year. But it has a lot of significance to your dad and especially to your grandma. Yeah, that's right. Um, we usually, you know, it brings tears to my grandma's eyes every time she sees it out on the track because it gives her memories, you know. It's just so, it's so happy, like, to see everyone, like, thinking about the memories of the Black 69 that used to run around Blanket Hill Speedway. And I think that's another thing that so many people don't understand that, you know, you're here and you know, you've been running here since they reopened probably in 2020, and now we're in 2022, but this track is steeped in history. It goes back to, I, 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 you know, the historians will probably chop my head off, but, you know, probably in the early 50s, and it really hasn't changed much in size, and for the listeners, that it's it's a fifth mile, so it's not very big, but the tracks, while manicured, you know, Phil and Shannon have put, Thornton have put a lot of time and effort into this. They give you a great surface to race on, and that's all you can ask for. Yeah, that's right. Phil and Shannon do a lot of work on this track to make it fast, and that's two people I definitely want to thank this year. You're currently, I, I looked, I cheated. Uh, you're, I think you're second in points. You're not that far out. And to be maybe 20 or 25 points out for the nights that you've missed, that's you know still pretty good. And I think your dad said you have about maybe six weeks left of the season. So the plan is to maybe try to run for the points here, or you're going to try to maybe pick up some more wins at good. Um, yeah, we definitely like going out to Goods because we're pretty fast there, but we, we try to stay consistent uh, at Blanket Hill, and we're going to, you know, we're not really running for the championship this year, but we also like to, you know, give our best effort, and yes, we will go out to Goods maybe a couple more times and sweep the field again. We're always going to ask you, this takes a lot of work. So we know mom and dad are a big part of it, and your, and your sister, and uh, obviously your great Graham. Is there anybody else that you'd like to say, hey, Dave, Mr. Smith helps me out, and we want to talk about your sponsors. Let's, let's, give, us, let's give them a shout-out. Well, I don't really have too much sponsors, but... Um yeah, I definitely want to thank uh, Steve Dunmeyer. He has helped me with my driving, and I want to thank Daryl Dunmeyer for a tremendous help on getting the car to run smoothly. You know, he's an engine guy, and he helps the car run uh, phenomenal. And, yeah, just like you said, uh, my dad my mom and my grandma and my sister for all the love and support. Uh, my dad for all the endless weekends working on the car in the garage, you know, puts a lot of time and effort in the car for us to run at Blanket Hill and Goods. How fun is it to be able to come to the races with your dad? I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do. I'm not sure how many sports you play, be it whatever, but to be able to spend quality time 
with your dad in the garage and I'm sure that's a learning experience too because you have to understand how things work for, so for feedback and then when you come to the racetrack we all say that's like you know the, uh, the sprinkles on top of the ice cream it, it, it's the fun part it's, it's what you do during the week that makes it all worthwhile yeah it's not like any other sports you know it's it's this racing deal is a team sport with me and my dad you know you don't sit on the sidelines like any other sport and watch your kid play you know me and my dad are working together to get the car fast and everyone else is helping out and yeah we're just trying to make the car fast well mickey we're going to wrap things up in a perfect world Obviously, this is, seems to be where you're going to be for a while. But if you could say, you know, Dave and Don back in North Carolina, if I could bump up one class, what would it be? Um, I, I would love to go to the 410 sprint cars. Um, my dad is a little crazy on the money. Um, he doesn't like spending too much money. So I don't think that might not happen, but... Yes, that's where I'd love to go is up to that 410 sprint cars. When we talk about 410 sprints, I had a talk a couple weeks ago, Tim Schaefer, Hall of Fame driver. He's His career, he still runs the 410s, but he's also, for fun now, running a crate late model down in Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. But of the local drivers... And you're 15, and some of these guys aren't that much older than you now. They might be 10 or 15 years older. Who would be a driver that you see locally that you say, hey, this is the guy I'd like to emulate? Um, I mean, probably Tim Schaefer. Because um, I raced at his track during karts, so I'd probably say... Tim Schaefer. Well, we, we got the Wiley veteran there, but let's, let's take a little step further. Some of the younger guys. Um, like, like, what you mean, like? Maybe AJ Flick, those guys, or mm. uh, um, how about um, I'm trying to think, Carl Bowser. No, no, we're not, we're not right, ringing the bell there. Well, alrighty. Well, it's always good you, if you, if Tim uh, Schaefer is your role model, you certainly got a good one. Well, Mickey, want to thank you for taking time to join us on Wrapping on Racing, and best of luck this evening. All right, thank you. We're in victory lane, and joining us is the driver of the number 69, Mickey Bannis. Mickey, congratulations on the win. We had a chance to talk to you earlier this evening. Great race. You started fourth. What an opening move. You kind of went like three-way wide, split between the first two or the second and third place car. You kind of up getting second. And at that point, you kind of just paced your time, ran second for the first half of the race lap traffic started playing a factor and you made the move on the 48 car and then you passed them and I know that's your buddy and it probably felt good yeah I felt pretty bad because he's really struggling to win a race but um you know he, he wasn't too disappointed because what happened is his exhaust pipe was loose and he was losing compression in the exhaust pipe so he doesn't feel that bad but yeah, he's been struggling to get a win, um, but yeah, I'm so thankful to be in victory lane today, and I'm so um, you know happy that I got that jump on the Starks. I don't think if I got that jump, then I don't think I would have uh, won. 
I know your buddy was super fast in the heat. Like you said, he was having a problem with the exhaust system. But, you know, I talked to your dad in Victory Lane, and he said, I said, what did you do? The, the car seemed to come alive. I don't know if it was the cooler temperatures coming down. He says, but basically all you did it was really do some tire pressure adjustments. Yeah, uh, in the heat, I was washing up, coming out of the turns. So what we did is we lowered the tire pressure, and we leaned the car out a little bit. And what leaning the car out does is it makes it more jumpy and snappy. And that's why we got that jump on the start, and we won. Well, again, congratulations on this is the win number four here. Uh, great evening, and enjoy the rest of the evening, Mick. Thank you. You too. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Jennerstown Speedway. Number One Cochran has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving, and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George Steel City Classic and the Two Night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed Laboo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. 
Fans, we're back, and Dave is rejoining us once again, and we're going to cover the results that we received. Mother Nature provided perfect weather for an evening of exciting action at the Hummingbird Speedway Saturday night. Fans were treated to some intense racing action as Doug Sarah topped the, the semi-lates. Bruce Hartsfeld won the Pro Stocks. Denny Fenton was the winner in the Super Late Models. Mitchell Wright took the checkers in the Economods. Josh Field continued his winning streak in the pre-stocks. Newcomer Chad Ledwell brought home the win in the four cylinders, and the PA Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modified Series visited the Speedway with Mark Han coming out on the top of the chart. Alex Free won at Dog Hollow, and I'm sure that uh, makes the number one Cochran team and uh, Lynn Geisler a little bit happy this weekend, Don. Yes, they're probably as happy as uh, the Kevin Harvick uh, team was when he was able to get in there. I understand that uh, Lynn was not there. He was at the North-South shootout. The team still pulled one off. I think they followed the following night at Hagerswam, but like we tell everybody, We'd be more than happy to, you know, do the results. But if you don't get it to us in a timely manner, uh, unfortunately, this is the results that we have for the weekend. Ralph Quarterson was honored with the third memorial race for him with twin 33-lap features for the 410 Sprints and the BRP Big Block Modifieds, both paying 3300 to win. 16-year-old Leighton Wagner won the biggest race of his career in the 410s. Garrett Crummert won the BRP Modified feature. Jake Gamala was victorious in the Race Safers 305. That's his second win of the year. Brian Schaefer scored his fifth Fast Track Modified feature win. And Andy Thompson, his sixth career mini-stock event this season. Don, I was, you know, as usual, searching through social media, just, you know, checking up on some things when I got home last night. And we talk about, you know, we just talked about these youngsters. Leighton Wagner picking up his first career 410 sprint car win. And a lot of family history there with Dave Wagner. And it's just, again, 16 years old in a 410 Like I said, we have a bright future ahead of us. I agree. We need these young people, and they're coming up little by little, and they're getting that checkered flag, and it's just growing the sport in a very positive way. It is, and like I said, for... You know, all the years that you have covered it, you know, the kids that you watch grow up are, you know, adults, and they have kids, and it, it's just, it's it's a circle, and like you said, some of the best memories that I've ever had in my life are, you know, when we're at the track, and some of the best friends you'll ever meet will are, are be there as well. Well, Dave, I thank you for a good report again, and I will talk to you next week. All right, Don, talk to you then. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Jennerstown Speedway. The Auto Racing 101 Victory Lane interview segment continues to gain in popularity. It's a feature on Rapping on Racing that gives the drivers a chance to listen to their Victory Lane interviews from Latrobe, Lernerville, Pittsburgh, and Jennerstown. Friends, family, and crew members can listen and enjoy. It also gives the driver a chance to improve the next interview. Some of the contributors will include Nate Rigotti, Eric Westendorf, Brian Spade, Howie Bayless, 
Tyler Harris, Jim Zufall, and Dave Oliveri. We hope you enjoy this new addition to Rapping on Racing. Ruleman way out front. He's running faster than an FBI agent after Mar-a-Lago as they come out of turn number four with one lap to go. As they head into turn number one, Tyler Newhart looking for a career run in the number 57N. Ruleman down into turns three and four. He'll pick up his 39th career win. It's going to Chad Ruleman in the 68. Here's the battle. Tyler Newhart with a career run second. Third goes to Mullick. In the number four, he recovers for a top three. Arnie Kent finishes in fourth, and A.J. McQuarrie finishes in fifth. I believe that may be his best career run in that car. Again, your race winner, Chad Ruhlman, the 57 of Newhart, I believe, picked up a career best run with a second. Car number four, J. John Mullick came back to finish in third. Fourth, the number nine of Arnie Kent. And rounding out the top five, again, I think this was a career best for A.J. McQuarrie in car number 69X. We'll head trackside where we're going to go interview your race winner, Chad Ruhlman. Driving the dirt road logistics, Chago Real Estate. Machine owned by Engels Motorsports to his 39th career win here tonight at MSD Performance Manufacturers Night. How about it, folks? Chad Ruhlman in car number 68. 39th career feature win with the Rush Sprint Cars. Chad, congratulations on your 39th career win. That was a tough one and a little bit of controversy. Yeah, I gave him a lane, and uh, that's all right. He's not the first person I've pissed off in the sport, and it's not going to be the last. So here we go. We're, uh, we're going for a championship. So. Uh, thank you, whoever's booing. I haven't been there in quite a while, so I'm glad to be back. <laughs> Chad, what a fan. Once you were given fits there by Tyler Newhart, he is getting so much better at that 57 car. He got second. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun racing with him. And, um, you know, we were, we were good and clean. And, um, you know, I, I'm here to give people a lane. I'm not going to give them six inches more than that. And Tyler... He used it, and, and uh, he did the right move, and we went back and forth, and that guy really needs, like... He was, he's upset. And yeah, he's, he's not happy. Um, so, um, yeah, it was, it was fun with him, and, uh, you know, thanks to Vicky and, and everybody tonight that did the, uh, the giveaways. That was, uh, that was really nice. It's, it's really, uh, you know, a good thing for the sport. To, you know, now we get to go out and support the manufacturers that help us out every week. 39th career win in this class. Tell us what it's like driving these sprint cars for these fans out here and what it means to get behind the wheel of these things. Yeah, we, we have a lot of fun with these, especially on a track like this. I mean, you could race all over it, top to bottom. and uh, you know, So hats off to these guys. But you can, uh, you know, everybody's got the same deal. And, and that's the beauty with these is then it comes down to the driver. And, uh, you know, I was, I was happy to see the extra tech tonight that, that works out just, you know, levels the playing field, and it helps, it helps the whole field move forward. Who would you like to thank for the win? Oh, Tim Ingalls and Tim Phillips and uh, Pengi, you know, that, that whole family, that whole team. Uh, I couldn't do without them. Congratulations, Chad. Victory number 39. You're closing in a little bit on Gail Ruth. I think he finished back about at ninth or 10th tonight. Yeah, we, we still got a ways to go for him. How about it, folks? Let's give a round of applause to Chad Ruhlman, driver of car number 68. Another win in the Rush Sprint Cars. And uh, all the Victory Lane photos will be going on down here. Uh, on behalf of the uh, Rush Racing Series, all of our sprint car drivers 
MSD Performance and uh, everybody involved with uh, the track here at Lernerville, and especially Vicki Emig and Mike Leone. I want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to uh, come out here tonight at Lernerville and be part of the Sprint Spectacular. It means a lot to be here at this Speedway. We're looking forward to coming back for the Steel City Stampede. That 76 car, part of the Hemminger Racing Crew, out here pacing this field, and he's added on two-tenths of a second to his lead over the 7 of Singo. It'll be a big celebration for that Mozzie camp. If he can hold this one off. Two laps to go at the line. Singo in second, Burkholder third, Mostaller fourth, Nate Valente fifth. Darren Mozzie, what a story this would be for him in his rookie season. White flag will wave. Darren Mozzie, a lap away from his first win at Jennerstown. The 76 of Mozzie does have a top 10 in each of the eight starts that he has this season. But out of turn number four, the checkered flag will wave. He has his first win. Darren Mozzie picks up the victory. Singo second, Burkholder third, Mostaller fourth. Nate Valente finishes fifth as Mozzie picks up the win. Hey, before the night ends, do you want to wish a happy first birthday to Jordan Mitchell? Happy birthday. We'll go down and talk to Darren Mozzie in Stoney's Beer Victory Lane for his first Victory Lane celebration. I know many of you are walking out, but let's celebrate Darren Mozzie with his first win. Gets to take this victory lap around for his first career win. He's just going to go halfway down and come backwards up the front stretch. Get to take that backwards victory lap, maybe. Darren Mozzie with a... Victory celebration in that 76 machine owned by the Hemminger Racing folks on Larry Hemminger's Hall of Fame night. Excited inside of that race car. Climbs out, makes some noise for his first win. Stands up on top of this car with a salute. Darren Mozzie picks up the win. A hug from Larry Hemminger. Tells Larry Hemminger he's waited a long time to do this. Gets to come out in front of the car. Gets a handshake from Mike Bellardi. A couple more hugs from friends and family down here. Stoney's Beer Victory Lane. Will Hemminger gives him a high five. Darren, come on over here first. We got lots of time for hugs after the race. My man, congratulations. Your first career win here at Jennerstown Speedway. How's it feel, man? Amazing. Uh, Thank you for the fans that stayed, right? That's what this is about. A lot of years, a lot of people who have come here. I was here for the very first asphalt race in 1987 as a Cub Scout sitting up there. And now we do it in fast forwards. I want to first congratulate Larry on Hall of Fame this is his paint scheme. He allows me to do this. I want to park it here for him tonight on Hall of Fame. I want to thank my parents who helped bring me here and do that. My brother who's helped me get here. Uh, our crew, Integrity Coatings, North Star Equipment. Uh, and I, I saluted because I want to thank the armed forces and the veterans and those who serve around the world so that we can do this. I want to thank you. Uh, Brock Hemminger, retiree, shout out to him as well, too, for holding it down. But thank you so much. A lot of people help make this happen. KT, Cake, uh, helping fund and make this go, encouragement. Uh, but most importantly to the fans, you, if it, without you, none of this happens. We're here to put on a show for you, and you can't race if no one's here to watch. So thank you. Bring people out. Uh, thank you so, so much to Jennerstown, the crowd. And again, I, will, I started and I will conclude with Larry as one of the track owners, and thank you to the Moroccos, the Prologrudos, for putting this on. Uh, but Larry, thank you. It's an honor to race for you. Thank you. Darren Mozzie picks up his first career win here at Jennerstown Speedway. An excited driver, and he's got a birthday on Wednesday, too. Happy early birthday to you, Darren. Fans, thank you so much for sticking around here at Jennerstown Speedway tonight. Another terrific night in six divisions of Advanced Auto Parts weekly racing here in NASCAR. We're going to sign off on flowracing.com. We'll be back next Saturday night. 
Jonathan Habersack climbs out of his race car, makes some noise for this young man, picks up his fourth win of the season, gets a victory lane hat. Look at that. Gets some handshakes from, from Nacho Nate. We'll get to, get to hold a checkered flag here for a moment. A little chillier here tonight, but still hot in that race car. Gets his uh, winner sticker. Jonathan, fourth win of the season, man. I'll tell you what. What was going through your mind? Through You're out in front. That first caution comes out. Then it feels like they wouldn't stop coming out for you. I know. I, I really thought that race was Lance's. I, 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 did, I did all I could to stay ahead of him. That car is super, super fast. But I don't know what, I don't know what it was, but we just had a, a, a real good car tonight. Take me through that restart. You've got Lance right on your outside, but you got a good jump on him a couple of times. Uh, yeah, I was just, as soon as I would see that green light, I would, I would punch it. Because I know that I start out in second, and not a lot of people do, but it definitely helps me. Who do you want to thank on this race car, Jonathan? Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Shane Schaefer's, uh, uh, O'Shea's Candies, Tony Subs, uh, Somerset Screen Printing, uh, Habits Beer and Tobacco, JR's Tackle Box, GJCTC, uh, Down Home Kitchen, Roman's Pizzeria, the Wicked Googly, and I'd like to thank God and uh, my family, all my friends, all my supporters. Thank you all. He's getting better at these Victory Lane interviews, too, after doing a couple of them. Jonathan Habersack picks up his fourth win of the season. A young man who just graduated high school here a couple of months ago. He is leading the point standings and picks up another victory to stay atop. On the scoreboard, presented by TriStar Motors and Saferto Well Service. What a season Adam Kostelnik is having. It's a great night for the Kimberly Racing Crew. Angie Kimberly wins now the 22 of Adam Kostelnik will celebrate in Stoney's Beer Victory Lane. Adam Kostelnik inside this 22 machine. Started on the pole and checked out with this rocket ship. Some congratulations through the window. A good night for the Kimberly Racing Crew. Angie down here to celebrate in Stoney's Beer Victory Lane is now Kostelnik climbs out. Make some noise. Your winner in the 22, Adam Kostelnik. Get some hugs from his crew. Adam Kostelnik with another big win, man. Get your sticker. You've got four on this machine already, man. You've been a rocket ship. You had to feel good when you pulled that pill and you end up on the front row. Oh, when I pulled that pill, it might not be exciting for the fans, but, man, I loved it. You know what I mean? Uh, you know I mean, I know it's a boring race to watch, but, you know, man, wins like that don't come too often. You know what I mean? But we'll take this one. You know I mean? I think that's the first time I started up front in a long time. But what better way to win? Like, Richard Mitchell gets honored today and for in the Hall of Fame, driving a 22 car. You know what I mean? I want to dedicate this one for Stan Lasky. I mean, he's one of my, he's, he's made this place happen. His family it wasn't for them. We wouldn't be here, but seeing Stan and his kids, you know what I mean? Bring back so much good memories of this place. You know what I mean? But like I said, just, I'll be in the hall of fame someday too. You know what I mean? Well, you certainly had a tremendous career. You're having a tremendous year, but how about this, this Kimberly racing crew? Angie was down here in, in Stoney's beer victory lane. The last race you were getting ready. You didn't get to celebrate, but she gets to be here with you. Yeah. Every time Angie won, I won. So I, I mean, we got to keep that going uh she's just doing a great job you know what i mean like i said it's a great family team uh can't do it without dave martinelli kimberly family kimberly construction martinelli auto service sns auto repair you know what i mean uh you know i mean just good family i'm just unlucky to drive it you know what i mean like we're clicking right now man and when it's going good it's been going really good 
It's clear Adam Kostelnik's having some fun in this 22 car. He picks up yet another win this season in this 22 machine. For the defending champion, well on his way to another one. The crew checking things out on this 75 machine. Getting the tire pressure readings. See some damage on the back end of this thing. It was still a high rod. Some handshakes in Stoney's Beer Victory Lane for Audi. You know it might be a little chilly tonight because Audi hasn't ripped off that jacket to show off his guns quite yet. Barry, you had some damage on this machine after going three wide over there. Uh, take us through what happened. I was under Teddy there, and I seen the 51, like he lunged on the outside. Last minute, I jumped on the brakes to try to get out from underneath it. I guess it was too late. I'm sorry. If, but I mean, I had a run on him, and then I didn't think the fifth. I thought he cleared the 51. but Just looked like it had nowhere for you to go, but this thing, uh, with a little bit of damage, still fast. Yeah, actually, I hit the wall in the front stretch, and like they started checking up in front of me, and I was paying attention to that, and I running in the wall. <laughs> so I was in the dirt and the wall and out here, so I guess that's a good night. Seventh win of the season, Barry. What's that mean to you to have such a good race car? Well, yesterday was my dad's birthday, so this is for him. This is for Stan Lasky, too. He's my buddy. Get out of here. Dedicating this. Go ahead. And uh, congratulations to all the Hall of Famers. Barry Audi, a class act here at Jennerstown Speedway. Who do you want to, else do you want to thank on this race car, Barry? Uh, the Wheeler family, Stoystown Auto, Jeff Carey, uh, Rustic Woods, Pizza Hut, Daniel Schaefer, Struck Auto Body, Total Mobility, Hampton Inn, Trackside Auto, Morocco's, uh, Larry Heminger, Pro Disposal, Pennsylvania Propane. I mean, it's, if it wasn't for them people, I wouldn't be here right now. I thank everybody. Another win for Barry Audi Racing's just in his blood. How about a round of applause for his seventh win of the season in his 75 machine. Ruleman way out front. He's running faster than an FBI agent after Mar-a-Lago as they come out of turn number four with one lap to go. As they head into turn number one, Tyler Newhart looking for a career run in the number 57N. Ruleman down into turns three and four. He'll pick up his 39th career win. It's going to Chad Ruhlman in the 68. Here's the battle. Tyler Newhart with a career run second. Third goes to Mullick in the number four. He recovers for a top three. Arnie Kent finishes in fourth. And A.J. McQuarrie finishes in fifth. I believe that may be his best career run in that car. Again, your race winner, Chad Ruhlman. The 57 of Newhart, I believe, picked up a career best run with a second. Car number four, J. John Mullet came back to finish in third. Fourth, the number nine of Arnie Kent. And rounding out the top five, again, I think this was a career best for A.J. McQuarrie in car number 69X. We'll head trackside where we're going to go interview your race winner, Chad Ruhlman. Driving the dirt road logistics, Chago Real Estate. Machine owned by Engels Motorsports to his 39th career win here tonight at MSD Performance Manufacturers Night. How about it, folks? Chad Ruhlman in car number 68. 39th career feature win with the Rush Sprint Cars. Chad, congratulations on your 39th career win. That was a tough one and a little bit of controversy. Yeah, I gave him a lane, and uh, that's all right. He's not the first person I've pissed off in the sport, and it's not going to be the last. So here we go. We're... Uh, we're going for a championship. So uh, thank you, whoever's booing. I haven't been there in quite a while, so I'm glad to be back. Chad, 
what a fan. Once you were given fits there by Tyler Newhart, he is getting so much better at that 57 car. He got second. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun racing with him. And, um, you know, we were we were good and clean. And, um, you know, I, I'm here to give people a lane. I'm not going to give him six inches more than that. And Tyler, he used it. And, and uh, he did the right move. And we went back and forth. And that guy really needs, like, he was, he's upset. Something. Yeah, he's, he's not happy. Um, so, um, yeah, it was, it was fun with him. And, uh, you know, thanks to Vicky and, and everybody tonight that did the, uh, the giveaways. That was, uh, that was really nice. It's, it's really, uh, you know, a good thing for the sport. To, you know, now we get to go out and support the manufacturers that help us out every week. 39th career win in this class. Tell us what it's like driving these sprint cars for these fans out here. And what it means to get behind the wheel of these things. Yeah, we, we have a lot of fun with these, especially on a track like this. I mean, you could race all over it, top to bottom. And, uh, you know, so hats off to these guys. But you can, uh, you know, everybody's got the same deal. And, and that's the beauty with these is then it comes down to the driver. And, uh, you know, I was, I was happy to see the extra tech tonight that, that works out. just, you know, levels the playing field. And it helps, it helps the whole field move forward. Who would you like to thank for the win? Oh, Tim Ingalls and Tim Phillips and... Uh, Pengi, you know, that, that whole family, that whole team, uh, I couldn't do without them. Congratulations, Chad. Victory number 39. You're closing in a little bit on Gail Ruth. I think he finished back about ninth or 10th tonight. Yeah, we, we still got a ways to go for him. How about it, folks? Let's give a round of applause to Chad Ruhlman, driver of car number 68. Another win in the Rush Sprint Cars, and uh, all the Victory Lane photos will be going on down here. Uh, on behalf of the uh, Rush Racing Series, all of our sprint car drivers MSD Performance, and uh, everybody involved with uh, the track here at Lernerville, and especially Vicki Emig and Mike Leone, I want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to uh, come out here tonight at Lernerville and be part of the Sprint Spectacular. It means a lot to be here at this Speedway. We're looking forward to coming back for the Steel City Stampede. The Mag Unlimited Trucking, Mag Unlimited Diesel, Georgetown Group of PA LLC, New Foundation Construction. The Collision Shop by Jason Mignon. The 7-Eleven. Dayton, congratulations. Man, this car is just so hooked up tonight. You won the heat race earlier tonight. I know everybody dreams of doing this. And this is what, your second year, and here you are taking home the modified four-cylinder special sponsored by Stone & Company, 12 hundred dollars i don't even know what to say <laughs> uh i put a lot of time in this car the past two weeks we've switched motors i've changed the whole wiring harness we've just put in so much time tyler helps me so much and uh i mean it it, it hasn't hit me yet you might want to turn this into you might have the only damage to the car is your roof dance i don't even care <laughs> i do it all over again <laughs> Did you ever think, I mean, you've been racing, you got to go to victory lane with Tyler, and did you think that this would happen? I mean, this is honestly the perfect night. You won your heat race, you won the feature, $1,200. Yeah, 1200 makes it extra special. Uh, I've been coming here since I was a little kid, came here with my dad. You know, I was the little kid up in the stands picking up piles of dirt, so this is... The hometown track, it's just, it's awesome. Dayton, now's a chance for you to go and thank everybody on this Hazlet Motorsports team. 
that helped get you to victory lane? Uh, everyone standing here, Tyler, Brad, got to give it to my fiance because day in and day out is nothing but race cars. So got to give it to her, number one for sure. And uh, just everyone down in the pits every week, you know, we, we all work as a team and we really put in the hours. Right, let's give a round of applause. The pilot of the collision shot by Jason Mignon, mag trucking car number 711, Dayton Hazlett is here in victory lane. No one covers motorsports like Rapid on Racing. For nearly 40 years, Rapid on Racing has provided the best in motorsports information with knowledgeable and veteran reporters who cover all forms of racing. Weekly reports include local dirt and asphalt racing from Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, plus the All-Star, Lucas Oil Late Models, NASCAR, Rush, and the World of Outlaws. Listeners get the latest breaking motorsports news. The show features special guests, local track reports, driver interviews. The host of Rapid on Racing is Don Gamble, a former driver and track promoter. Don brings a wealth of racing knowledge to the program every week. Rapid on Racing. Proudly presented Rapid on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Have a great week, and be sure to tune in next Monday for another installment of Rapid on Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all. Stand on it.